I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going. How about you? It's going well. I feel like we've, uh, we did an episode early, early August. I would even go as far to say the 1st of August, because I was looking at the notes. And we're back for the end of August to talk about some news that's piled up and Fear the Walking Dead. So yeah. I, I hope you're excited, because some of this news is interesting, I'd say. Uh, definitely. Uh, I, I'm excited to talk about our, our second one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's get through Plants vs. Zombies' Battle for Neighborville's trailer and, and map have leaked. Now, uh, none of this is still available. It's leaked, and then EA basically copyright claimed it and took it down. I'm sure if you yep. really want to see it, you could dig it up, but honestly, it's... it's uh, it's not the Plants vs. Zombies we want, nor is it the Plants vs. Zombies we need. But uh, I have a question, because yeah. when, by the time you shared this with me, the video had been pulled. Yeah, and I didn't see the video so, either. Okay, alright. Because I was trying to see... It says that it looks more like Fortnite than it does anything else, and that kind of makes me very not interested in this. Well, see, that's the thing, is that Plants vs. Zombies... This is, uh, this is the, the third uh plant warfare plant plant warfare is that what it was called i, I can't remember there was garden, garden warfare. warfare yeah thank you um we came to, together on that one uh so this is the third one and yeah i didn't see the trailer but if they're styling it after like sort of a battle royale mode and and kind of calling it batter battle for neighborville is sort of the neighborville being the map and you get to play as the plants and the zombies um and it was sort of a Battle Royale 50v50. I, I mean, that might be interesting, but honestly, I think I'm in the same boat where that's just not my style of gameplay I'm looking for. Yeah, but, I want more of the original with new new stuff, new ideas, new zombies. new Like, give me the old-fashioned game, but EA doesn't do that anymore. EA just gives us more of what they think is popular right now. Yeah. Well, my... my uh, my understanding is that the garden warfare has been okay like it's done well for itself not as well as the original plants vs zombies and i think they there was a huge controversy with Mm -hmm. garden warfare 2 because it released with uh, and it was like a finished they claimed it was a finished game and there was some stuff missing and then like six months after it came out they added a bunch of loot boxes and other stuff to the game and took stuff out of the game. And then the player base dropped. And that's uh, why we haven't seen this. Yeah, I that is unfortunate and kind of uh, does not surprise me. I do remember, I think it might have been, what, like four or five years ago maybe the second one came out? Yeah, and the, then... And, the regular Plants vs. Zombies 2 was an online mobile game. Yeah. Or, a, or like a Facebook game thing. And as far as I know, that doesn't even exist anymore. I think that that closed down shop. There's So there's a... Not to pull up my phone and kind of take a quick look. There, yeah, there was Plants vs. Zombies 2. And then there's another Plants vs. Zombies that came out that was sort of a hero-based game. But I don't know if it was in the original... sort. Of, so there's Plants vs. Zombies 1 that's available... Plants vs. Zombies 2 is still available on, on iOS. Uh, and then you've got Plants vs. Zombies Heroes, which appears to be sort of a... It's not. It's like original, but it's kind of character-based. But it's a, a player v. player. So it's kind of a smash between Garden Warfare... I'm just looking at it. A smash between Garden Warfare and the original Plants vs. Zombies, where you're sort of... It's like a Battle Royale... Uh, no, that's not right. It's... um. Oh, Clash Royale. That's what I'm thinking. It's like Clash Royale. So I that also doesn't interest me. Personally, me, I would love a Plants vs. Zombie 3, a $20, even a $30 premium downloadable game. And I'm talking 30 Canadian, so like 20, 
five American, twenty American. That would be, be fantastic. Willing, I'd be willing to pay twenty bucks for a game that's like the original, only a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and has a bunch of extra modes and extra crap that's not gonna try and sell me on loot crates. That's not gonna like. I'd be more than happy to pay twenty bucks for that. Yeah, so would I. And I mean, they're I not gonna give it to us. Yeah, I think you're right. There's no there's no sort of messaging here or any sort of telegraphing from EA that they would ever do that. Uh, I can honestly say mm-hmm. it's probably been over three, probably closer to five years since I bought anything that was made by EA. That would be that would be a smart move, I think. And it's been about a decade since Plants vs. Zombies came out. And I remember playing that game in university, or maybe even college, so it might have even been longer uh, It's been over. It's been about 15 years, because I hadn't even met my wife yet. So. Oh, wow. So yeah, I remember playing that. It must have been college then, and I remember my, my friends playing it and getting way into it. And yeah, I think it's, uh, it's unfortunate that this franchise has sort of fallen off, but then look at PopCap. It's also kind of... PopCap doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. It's EA. The saddest thing you'll hear on this podcast today, PopCap does not exist anymore. My God, uh, that is unfortunate. Let's um, let's talk. Let's, a- make it, let's talk about something happy. Yeah, let's look at this. It's uh, Netflix to unveil its animated Last Kids on Earth zombie comedy this September. This is a feature length series introduction to uh, a, an animated, I guess, an animated series. But it's, I guess, an animated film because it's like 66 minutes based on a, a children's book. So I've never heard of this. Have you heard of this before? I have never heard of this. But uh, the the writer, Max Brailer, discusses his idea and how he came up with this story. And it's about a bunch of kids who end up being like the last people in town where it's overrun with zombies. And he wanted it to be kind of happy-go-lucky with sense of humor and not be dour and depressing hmm. and that literally he said that editors and publishers and agents turned him away left and right saying that nobody would get it because it was uh, silly and funny and you can't attack uh, you can't uh, address a concept like the entire town of dead people and becoming zombies without being dour and uh, uh, like you need to make kids think you can't be silly and goofy and finally, he got somebody to uh, to to uh, read it and publish it, and it's been a apparent success to the point where that now Netflix has picked up the rights to it, and they're doing a, I think he said it's sixty six minutes special, and then that's coming out in September, and then later on in the year or the start of next year, there's going to be an actual series. Yeah, it sounds really neat. It sounds really neat. It sounds funny. It sounds like something that anybody... uh, It sounds like it's going to be very easy to identify with. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like Netflix has thrown uh, no caution to the wind and has a bunch of famous people coming in to voice act on it. Yeah, I saw Bruce Uh, Campbell was in the list. uh, Bruce Campbell is in it, and apparently he is a character that does not exist in the books. Mm -hmm. Uh, They apparently are creating a specific character for him. Uh, Mark Hamill is in it. Rosario Dawson is in it. Keith David is in it. Wow. So, I mean, and Catherine O'Hara is in it. I mean, like, this uh, this sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. It does. And I wonder, like, when they say kids, like, it's a kid's show, right? Are we talking, we're not talking young, young kids. We're probably... No, it's it, it says the main character, lead character is 13. So if you've seen... Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Troll Hunters on Netflix. Yeah, I have a funny feeling we're gonna see something in that age range. Right. I remember I was reading through it, and I'm just trying to see if I can find it again, just in case I forgot it. But when you mentioned they were talking to publishers and agents, but they actually heard from some of the teachers, and I guess they mentioned preschool. I think, but I could be wrong. I, I, not... I didn't see anything about preschool. Yeah. Let me. Let me just. Sorry, folks. Yeah, uh, but I didn't get any pushback from kids or teachers reading the book. So yeah, probably like probably you know mid mid elementary school type 
type students. Yeah, I'm assuming this is third to sixth grade kind of stuff. That's still pretty young for zombies, right? And I feel like it looked the 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 animation, uh, at least the two stills that we got from this article, it, the the quality of it looks really cool. And I, I can't wait for a trailer. Yeah, no trailer. Although it is out in September, they're probably just gonna drop it to be honest. But uh, we'll be able to talk uh, about I, it. I'm assuming we're gonna get a trailer in the next week or two. I hope so. Honestly, that was the one thing I was looking for before we talked about it was to try to find a trailer, but I could not find one. Um, usually, Netflix is pretty good to to put them on Twitter, so I. I kind of perused their social and could not find it. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll definitely check it out, and we'll chat about it on this show because that's what we do. We talk about zombies. Uh, final news story of the week or the episode. D23 took place over the weekend. No, we're not going to talk about all that fun Sony, Marvel, Disney business. I'm still depressed. But uh, Marvel did show off a teaser for its What If series, which showcased a zombie Captain America. Now, Lou, I know we've talked about Marvel zombies before. You're not a fan, and I know nothing of it. But I will say, though, this is not Marvel zombies. This is a different sort of uh, take. So the What If series showcases, like, well, what if? It's, uh, well, it's see, a famous I don't have series. I don't have a problem with marvel zombies in a what if idea yeah that's fine i just don't want to watch an entire series of it i would get really bored so yeah i found the comics fairly boring yeah and i never read the comics but uh, i've seen the the artwork pretty much and so far the only marvel zombie we've seen is i I don't know if that would be a that'd be a spoiler so i'm not gonna say it anyways um (laughs) in this what if series basically what happens is uh, Captain America, so Steve Rogers is put into the serum chamber, it goes, it explodes, it goes all wrong, and he turns into a zombie, and hilarity ensues. At least that's what, uh, that's what this article is stating. The teaser is not online yet. This, tr- this series, I think, is supposed to premiere summer of 2021, if I'm remembering correctly, because their first series doesn't start till fall 2020, and everything happens after that. I think it's summer 2021. So, uh, uh, Disney Plus. Different, Disney Plus first series hits in November. No, but the Marvel series don't start till fall. Next uh, fall. No, they start November, I think. Mm, or like you, December. If not, it's going to start first thing January. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's fall 2020. You'll have to look it up. I've been pouring over this stuff. I'm pretty sure it's fall 20. It's like, and I was surprised I too. Screw- I, might be screw- I might be screwing it up with the Mandalorian trailer. Oh, the Mandalorian definitely starts it's, like it's, it's, day it's one. Launch, it's its launch thing. Yeah, no, I was surprised that the Marvel stuff was lagging behind so much, but the Mandalorian starts day one. And I mean, since we're on the topic, uh, the the Disney Plus model is week to week. So it's back to that's that's. It, I read that, and the, the first thing I thought when I read it was, okay, but you know what you're gonna have happen is you're gonna have people that don't sign up for your service until the entire run of something they want to watch is out, and then they're gonna watch it, and then they're gonna cancel. Yeah, and then you're gonna go for a couple of months without it, and I don't. I think Disney's under the impression people are gonna stick around constantly for this stuff. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are going to sign up, watch the season of the thing they want, and then cancel. Yeah. It really depends on how many episodes there are and how fast they release them. Because, I mean, for me, so if we look at this What If series from Marvel, just as an example, there are 23 episodes, one based on each MCU movie that's released so far up until Endgame. And it's basically, a, I, I think it's a What If on each of those those films. So I'm assuming Zombie Captain America is a is a riff on the original captain america first avenger movie so yeah no the weekly for me i i wasn't thinking about it that way for me like weekly is interesting because i only have a certain amount of time to watch or at least a certain amount of free time each week so weekly sounds great because i can fit an hour in but in terms of binging it's very unlikely for me to get through an episode and a half um but that being said, like the idea of waiting till it's all available, then watching a highly sought after series one after the other for a couple weeks instead of like maybe a couple days, like some folks, I that sounds pretty accurate. 
and I mean, I know it's only what, like, I think it's seven dollars American, nine dollars uh, Canadian. Less than that, I think it's like six dollars American. Is it six? Yeah. So I, I thought it was. Six. It's it's definitely. It's not more than seven. Well, maybe. No, I, yeah, you're right. So I think it's six bucks, and then it's like, it's like nine dollars Canadian or something. Anyways, it's it's less than Netflix. It's essentially going to be half the cost of what Netflix costs here to match the quality of 4K um, ultra high def content. Uh, you have to pay out the out the rear for that for Netflix. It's essentially the top tier, almost twenty dollars a month here, honestly, uh, which is crazy considering. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about Disney Plus, and I did watch, not to go too far off this, but to, I watched the Mandalorian trailer. I'm not a Star Wars person. I appreciate Star Wars, but when I saw that series, I'm like, okay, maybe they're really trying. To, they're really trying with uh, this. I service. will say this: my wife is not a fan of Star Wars in any way, shape, or form. And when Star Wars comes up, it's the one thing that her and I disagree on. Mm-hmm. And I showed her the trailer of the Mandalorian, and she goes. I want to see that, and it, I was like, "See, yeah, it doesn't look like, like Star Wars." That like that's that's kind of why I think she liked it. Yeah, I'm, I know it's Star Wars, though. I mean, it's got Star Wars all over it. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't feel like the Star Wars we've been presented for yeah. at least the last fifteen years, maybe yeah. twenty. So, I mean, but looking at the Marvel stuff and specifically this what if series just to kind of keep it tied to zombies but do you find that i really need to know your take on this do you find like the marvel slate where they've basically announced like eight shows over the next three years does that concern you at all that's a lot of content from one studio for one property uh it does it concerns me as in uh i'm hoping it doesn't get the same treatment some of the other stuff has gotten with mm-hmm. like Netflix where Netflix has a show and it doesn't seem to go anywhere and they just toss it. I'm hoping that Disney's willing to like, okay, maybe this show didn't work, but we can use this character someplace else. Whereas Netflix would be like, nope, let's cut the ties. Let's go. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Disney's a bit of a weird, odd duckling when they, they don't like what they've got and they, they run out, you know. But, I mean, it's funny that we talk about, you know, AMC and The Walking Dead and them running with these new series and stuff. And I think I know the answer. But, like, when they announce a new series, we're like, oh, my gosh, more. Like, they need to work with what they've got to, to build more. But then you look at Marvel announcing eight shows and eight new movies over the next three years. And you're like, oh, man, this is going to be great. I definitely it, think that the, this Disney plus thing is going to be a competitor on the streaming market but i don't think everybody wants to compare it to netflix and and compete with netflix i think it's a very different product i you're not getting disney plus because uh it's netflix i feel like disney's not even trying to compete with netflix in that regard uh disney is very family friendly very kid friendly very uh, very safe. I don't think they're going to use Disney Plus to give us anything like the Netflix stuff, like Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things is not adult, but they're not afraid to have somebody swear. They're not afraid to show kids doing things kids shouldn't do. And I have a funny feeling Disney Plus is not going is going to play it safe with everything, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I think Disney Plus is going to be the... It's trying to be the thing that everybody gets together on Sunday and watches around the TV together. It's not trying to be the... It's not trying to be the thing where they're trying to get your eyes every night. Yeah. I think Disney Plus is also a good, like... It's got a lot of back catalog that you can access. Yeah, that and the, the people involved with it have all... Keep telling the press, we're not competing with Netflix. It's not the same thing. And everybody keeps going, oh, Netflix is going to bite it. And I'm like, Netflix might bite it, but it's not going to be because of Disney+. Plus. <laughs> no, I think Disney. I think Netflix has a really good sort of pipeline where I'm, the way I watch TV, I'm like just about to like get halfway through or wrap up a series and then something else pops up. Like I was watching Orange is the New Black and then Mindhunter Season 2 comes I, up. I will honestly say I haven't watched anything on netflix in over a month 
Really? But, yeah, but do you I, find that you go in and micromanage your subscription? No. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is the one I assume I'm going to pay for every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Hulu. Uh, I, I pay for my internet, and that's reasonably be priced. And then I assume that I have a budget of about 40 or 50 bucks that I will designate between channels. So uh, there was... Uh, we were watching uh, Star Trek Discovery for a while. So I signed up for CBS until we finished Discovery. And then I was like, okay, we're done. Canceled that. Oh, what's this other thing that we want? Oh, yeah, we'll sign up for that for a couple of months till we watch that show. Okay, cancel that. You know, that that's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. So, no, so I'm, I, I've, only got, I've only got Netflix and Amazon Prime. Um, I think with Disney Plus, it would be probably a set it and forget it for a couple months and then once you know, reevaluate what you're watching yeah i think you know disney plus could be the the new netflix model for us in the sense that netflix stays is a set it and forget it because because of paw patrol and other kids programming yeah. for for caden uh, and abigail like, like like my wife likes uh uh a couple of the british ch- services that are available and you can get like bbc shows for a while and i'll sign up for those until i find we're not watching it anymore and i'll be like okay honey i'm gonna cancel this she goes okay yeah i think i've watched everything on there i want to watch i'm like okay and then we don't sign most the only thing that i pay for that we don't watch regularly but i find we're watching more now is amazon prime yeah and i don't get it for the streaming i get it for the free shipping yep so it the, the, the the streaming is just a side note for me yeah, no, I, I think the streaming is also a side note, but I think the first series for Amazon Prime that I actually watched straight through and couldn't stop until it was done was The Boys. Uh, yeah. That show was fantastic. Good Omens is another one that I kind of got a bit into and knew I was going to like it, but didn't finish it because I tried to watch it with Ashley and I think it was something that didn't quite land with her. It was too quirky, but... Uh, I you know war of the streaming channels like I'm fine with that I I think it's it's good it's only made everyone better we'll see what Apple does I think Apple's going like the premium route where they're like we're gonna charge you more or the same of, as Netflix but we're gonna give you less content that is higher quality like essentially you're paying and I I think it's going to, I think Apple is in for a huge rude awakening. I, I think they're going to look at the bill and they'll probably keep paying it because they can afford it. But I, I don't I don't anticipate Apple thinks they're going to they're going to change the world with this thing. I think they're they're just trying to see how they can do and then maybe down the road they can do more. But I I don't get the sense that they think they're going to kill Netflix either. I think they're trying to do their own thing, build out their own services Um We'll have to see. Every, how it everybody goes. wants in on it, but I have a funny feeling. Speaking of streaming services mm-hmm. uh, and keeping it on topic, <laughs> I have a funny feeling that uh, Shutter, which I've talked about before, mm-hmm. uh, the horror movie streaming channel, they are owned now by AMC. Right. I I have a funny feeling that in the next year, we're going to be seeing episode to episode on Shutter for. Uh, for Walking Dead. Yeah. I think AMC could support their own streaming channels with the type of content they release. Uh, I just saw that they're doing, well, they're doing the break. They're doing the Breaking Bad movie and then they're doing the Walking Dead movie. The Breaking Bad movie is coming to Netflix. Yeah, I saw that. And that's the thing. Like, could AMC be doing what Disney did where they partner with the largest streaming service to make their content and then realize, oh wait, we can do our own. Cause I think even AMC distribution outside in outside of North America for um, better call Saul was solely Netflix, you know? So I think that, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if shutter kind of, you know, took on more of an AMC life, especially with already, the multiple. They've already, what's the, uh, what's the one by uh, Stephen King's son? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah, uh, Nosferatu is now being aired on Shudder. Yeah, I missed that and the one. Season, and the season of it just finished running, and so Shudder's been putting them up at like two or three episodes at a time every week. Mm. And uh, I think 
in another week or two, everything will be up there. Yeah, I I've never really subscribed to Shutter, but it's a five dollar service, is it not? Uh, it it, it is. Uh, but I waited until uh they were doing a special, and they do it all the time, and it was like thirty five dollars or forty dollars for the entire year. Hmm. And I went, you know what? There was about six or seven movies on there I wanted to watch, and the I was ready for the Joe Bob. Uh, uh, drive-in slasher movie stuff and i was like you know what i'm just gonna pay the 40 bucks now and take my money yeah it's 475 a month and if you wait for the right time and the right code there's codes floating around you can get it cheaper and they have like different different like exclusive shows so there's one here called cold skin and one of these guys looks super familiar Oh, everything that they've done that's their in-house stuff, almost everything has had uh, 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 people you recognize. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, there's definitely the Nicolas Cage Mandy. Yep. But, uh, oh, yeah, there's some interesting stuff in here. Anyways, yeah, like Shudder, I could see Shudder taking on more of an AMC sort of here's all our zombie content, but you can't argue with the, the subscribers that Netflix has and netflix no not at all lust for content and i i definitely think we're going to see more of it hit and shutter i think i definitely think we're going to see something i i definitely think we're going to see amc team up with uh netflix or somebody else um i definitely don't think uh amc is going to team up with hulu now that hulu is primarily owned by disney yeah man disney there's definitely been a lot of talk of disney but uh Let's uh let's let's get off this this streaming train and head over to Fear the Walking Deadland, where we're going to talk about episodes nine and ten, Channel Four, uh, which was episode nine, which is the mid season premiere, and then two hundred and ten words per minute, which uh, I thought it was about you know those lawyer people, those stenographer is it stenographer? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was what it was referring to. Not the case. Something a little closer to home actually, but. Uh, um, not that sounds dark. I'll explain it. You know, in the sense that you listen to podcasts at double speed. That's what I meant. You know, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Channel Four, Episode Nine. This was Return. Uh, would I be wrong to state that a this felt a lot like The Office, and b I really liked it. Like I, I really liked it. Uh, I was worried that our heroes, because a majority of the episode is them outside this house trying to convince this woman to come out mm-hmm. and uh and help her and the yard is full of landmines and then morgan steps on a landmine and they have to come up with and i was worried up until the point she came outside that this was going to all be one long setup and that it was going to be a bad guy and then i was going to be pissed and in the end, the woman comes out. She realizes her husband's dead, like Morgan tells her, and they agree to help her son. And she joins them. And then, right in the next episode, she's one of the people leading a caravan. And I was like, "This is awesome! We just got a new cast member. They just joined the group, and I, I was excited." Um, and then it's revealed that it, this is actually somebody watching a a video that they've put together to lure people into trying to join their group to help them yeah lure is a strong word when in comparison to everything else that this series is portrayed um but yeah it's uh it's interesting it's a, recru- it's a recruiting video yeah a good recruiting video like they're not tricking them into being eaten no it's like hey you know what makes the world a better place being <laughs> better to each other yeah it was it kind of felt like one of those like uh, I felt like I was watching one of those things for like third world countries where they were like yeah. a penny a day can save can save a starving child. I was like, just put some food in the basket yeah. and help the next guy along the way. And Accept I was like, Jesus into your life, <laughs> that sort of thing. It felt very like uh, I got it, but it felt it was kind of cheesy. But I I still liked cheesy, it. It was cheesy, but I think I liked the fact that it was cheesy. Yeah. A lot of people are not stoked about the way the show has transitioned into this sort of like Morgan Friends type episode. But honestly, it's different and I love it. And I I like different. I I, see. I love this 
if this was more like what we were getting two or three seasons ago, I would be asking us to not cover this show anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. Essentially, if it was more the same, like this is this is the different we need when we cover The Walking Dead the rest of the year, right? So my biggest gripe with this episode overall right. is I will admit right now to listeners of the show, I was doing dishes and while I was watching the show and I blinked for like 30 seconds to scrub a dish and missed them leaving uh, uh, Logan on the side of the road and stealing the gas. Yeah. In fact, I caught a part of it and didn't even realize that that was what was going on. And and then the rest of the episode is like them chasing him, chasing them. That's the interstitial parts and him threatening to kill them. And I was like, for what? Did I miss something? And I didn't miss it, but they didn't do a good job of, like, you blinked and you didn't realize that they had the gas. Yeah, so there's, so essentially... I was confused. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, I like this, but I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, in the mid-season finale, basically Logan shows up and says, hey, all my dudes, they're angry at me because we need the oil fields. I would rather work with you to find the oil fields because we need to find a way to refine gas because it's going bad. And what we all anticipated was you would return and after the mid season finale and come to this point where, um, they're finding the gas fields and deciding what to do with Logan and, and working with him and only to have him probably stab them in the back. So what they did was they, there's always a bit of a time skip. Sometimes there's a time skip between the mid season finale and the, and the, and the mid season premiere, which I find not to be too jarring when there's a time frame before between the two. Like there's a month of waiting for the next episode. But if you were watching this, if you were binging this, this it would be a pretty, pretty stark sort of, you know, transition. I think, and you yeah, probably the transition, feel it. it. The transition isn't even like they've been on the road for a week. It feels like they literally just left him, and now they're on the run. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I was expecting that he the the oil field things to be a plot line like like them to go on a treasure hunt for this this oil field and it was like oh no we know where it is and i was like wait a minute what uh, and, and and it's fine uh, i think we're going to end up going back to the oil field by before this season is over mm-hmm. but uh and that's fine too i just feel like i was waiting for a storyline that didn't happen and it made it almost feel like the mid-season finale didn't mean anything. That was kind of my only gripe. Yeah. With the episode. Uh, but I will say right now, I, I loved this episode. And I loved the next episode just as much. Yeah. And um, so the next episode kind of leaves the office sort of found footage style behind and focuses in on another person who has sort of found Morgan and his crew and wants to help them. Essentially he's been, this person's been bit, but he's in a place that will help them help others, uh, you know, with having a, cause they haven't had a base of operations big enough to sort of house everybody. Um, mm-hmm. the, the trucking place was just not large enough for everything they were trying to do and kind of not centralized enough. So essentially it's uh, it's the mall episode and, has there been a mall episode for The Walking Dead? It feels like it's so no. iconic to the zombie genre that they've waited no, this long. It's they've kind of... never been to a mall. Yeah. So Which really surprises me because I know there's tons of malls all along the East Coast, up and down. And it kind of shocks me that we've never had an episode of regular Walking Dead where they end up in a mall raiding it for supplies. Because that just seems like an obvious place to go for me. So when they don't do it in Walking Dead, it just it never dawned on me until now. They show up at this mall because a guy has uh, radioed them and says that he's been bit, he's going to die, and if along the way, if you can make your way to this mall, can you yeah. kill me and bury me under the sun? Yeah. Uh, do you find maybe malls are not as 
good as they may seem in a zombie apocalypse because malls are now i know this might be different in the states but here in canada a mall is usually in a very central location of a large city we don't often have rural malls uh i would say there's a 50 50 chance here in america where the mall is rural or in a city um Uh, there is a mall near me. In fact, I work near the mall. And the mall is in a suburb. Uh, and the, there is a city nearby the mall. But I wouldn't call it... Uh, uh, I wouldn't call it... Uh, the mall in the middle of a city. I would call it more rural. Then where I live, live, there is a small, tiny mall near me that has probably a dozen stores in it only Hmm. not even maybe half a dozen but this is like a two-floor mall that they're in it seems pretty pretty hefty i've seen stuff like that in the middle of nowhere Hmm. well i that besides the point i'm it's nice that they've thrown it in and the mall didn't seem to be too run run over we only really see the front of the mall Mm -hmm. and there's trees all around it and I've been to malls that are out in the podunk nowhere like that. Hmm. That sometimes what towns will do, um, uh, like, okay, uh, do you guys have Ikea? Uh, you guys have Ikea in Canada, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're spread out, but I know we have them. Uh, all the Ikeas here in America are kind of built in suburbs and not necessarily in major cities. So the nearest one to me is about a two and a half hour ride and it's in a town ta- i lived in massachusetts most of my childhood it's in a place in massachusetts i've never been until ikea built a place there hmm. so when you go there there's like a town and there's houses around and you go oh yeah there's some there's a there's a there's a there's a staples over there on the corner and a walmart but then you turn around a corner and up on a big hill there's just ikea and it's okay. like a four-story monstrosity, and you, and I've certainly bought my fair share of stuff there. But I go, but it's one of these things where you turn, and you go, oh yeah, this is surrounded by trees, and there's nothing here because it's at the top of a hill. And IKEA has bought all the land around it. <laughs> sure, this is rural, and some malls do that. Hmm. Well, it is interesting that I guess it, it the mall is safe in the sense that they're able to kind of start to clear it out but the main subplot of this episode is the fact that uh oh what's her name the new person the new lady the grace no um oh what's her name is it grace grace the kid yeah yeah you're right grace grace is the the lady with the the nuclear power plant yeah so she believes that she has radiation poisoning and she's getting sick and she is kind of getting a little woozy throughout the episode and she's listening and this is where the 210 words per minute pops up but she's trying to listen to a tale of two cities on audiobook before she believes that she's going to pass away so she's listening to it at double speed and that's sort of a if you miss that one piece of dialogue, you may be wondering why there's weird, random sort of voiceovers throughout the episode, and that was a point I missed a bit until I kind of caught up at the end of the episode. Oh, that's what was happening. But they're trying to get through this mall, not only to find this survivor that led them to the mall, but also to find a uh, a ultrasound machine because they want to make sure, they want to see if Grace has actually got any sort of signs of radiation poisoning. Um, yeah. And that's sort of a subplot throughout the entire episode as they try to get through the mall to secure it and and make sure they they do this this favor to this this person um but the mall seems like it'll be a really good setup for them and and there's some subplots where you know logan has been hitting sort of spots up where uh where people are finding these videos and stuff but uh and logan looks a little worse for wear i guess he was forced to walk what what was it 200 and some odd miles on foot yeah he says he had to walk almost 300 miles on foot till he got rescued yeah so that was he's he's definitely in the making for a villain like before he was trying to he would be like no i don't engage in violence unless i have to because i to save my own skin but now he sees like he would there's two things that happen in this episode sure that 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 made me think and the first one, and both of them are revolve around Dwight. 
at one point, Dwight and Morgan have a conversation because uh, Morgan is going to stay behind with Grace, and they were going to—they're going to look for this guy and and fulfill his dying wish. And Dwight says he'll be back in a day or two to come get them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says to Morgan, "Did we do like in other words? Did we do the right thing? Did we take? Did, should we have taken that gas, or should we have basically?" Uh, should we have taken the gas or should we have, you know, uh, let Logan have it? Because I've been on the other side of this and uh, I've seen this both ways now. Are we the good guys or are we the bad guys or are we the bad guys saying we're the good guys? Like, where where do you think we are? And Morgan's point of view is, like, in other words, I forget how he words it, but it's, like, in other words... We had to do the right thing because, like, in other words, he wasn't going to share the gas with anyone. Mm-hmm. And we can't and, help anyone without the gas. And we can't help anyone without the gas. And he wasn't going to help us. Yeah. And and I, I distinctly think that Logan was conning them to begin with. I've always gotten that vi- that 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 uh, he sent them over a mountain so that he could steal their shit. You know what I mean? made them think that they needed to fly an airplane over a mountain so that they could rescue somebody that wasn't there. Yeah, he proved to be... He a definitely proved to be, Yeah, he proved to be not trustworthy. And honestly, I was worried that, all oh, these guys, they're goody two-shoes, they're going to trust him, or at least like let him tag along. And the fact that they just kind of decided, nah, he's done. Now, they, I didn't think they needed to leave him to die. I, think, I, I don't think Morgan okayed that decision. I don't feel he would have done that. But yeah. I mean, the fact that they left him a box is that he would survive long enough to be survived. But honestly, I, or to be rescued. But I felt like that was kind of not out of character of the people who did it. it was um, the trucker lady? But yeah. uh, definitely, probably not something that was signed off on by Morgan. You know? Yeah. But and they, they did the it. Other, the other interesting part of the episode is that Dwight leaves there and gets captured by somebody who apparently is aligned with Logan and it's a guy all by himself and he threatens to torture Dwight and Dwight literally does the thing shows him his face and goes goes do your worst man come on really and 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 the guy and him get into it a couple times and then finally the guy screws up Dwight gets free and you you're not sure if Dwight is going to kill this guy or do him do or or, or He's going to kill him or say, let him live. And Dwight says to the guy, do you know Logan's bigger picture? Does Logan told you what he needs the gas for? Has Logan told you anything? Because maybe you're the fool for following him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, at least even if Morgan is, they revealed to be sort of the bad guy later on, they realized they've made a mistake or whatever. Uh, that's fine, but at least Morgan has been upfront with what they're doing. They're trying to help people. I still don't know what Logan's all about except hoarding stuff, and that sounds like he's trying to be go- uh, trying to be Negan two point or Governor two point You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's hard to tell, but I think that I, I think it, it was an interesting sort of interaction like you said between dwight and this other person and, and i wonder if if this was the walking dead i'd say that's gonna bite them in the butt but because this yeah. is fear the walking dead i'm kind of thinking okay maybe this could prove to be a, a good turn of events maybe this person keeps logan from turning to the dark side completely or or this guy's gonna go back and say hey maybe we're doing something wrong and then he gets killed i don't know like i i, I would love to see i don't think i don't know if they'll do it I would love to see the guy go back and start asking questions and then Logan tell them that they have to kill this guy and more people go, wait a minute, we've been following you for a while now. Like, if he's asking questions and you're not willing to answer, then maybe you should answer to all of us. You know, I'd love to see that and then realize, hey, maybe these guys aren't so bad and join up with Morgan and them. Yeah. I don't know if that's that's where I would like to see the season go. Uh, being Fear the Walking Dead, they've always had 
a very different ending to their seasons. But I, I, I will say this right now. People may disagree with me. This is only getting about 1.5 million viewers every week to week. I enjoyed this show so much more than mm-hmm. regular Walking Dead. Yeah, I literally, I don't see plot holes here. You yeah. know what I mean? No, and I, and I think even regular Walking Dead, I see a billion plot holes everywhere. Where it's like, you know, if these two characters talked, this wouldn't have been a problem. You know, if these two characters actually told each other what was going on, then this whole plot line would not exist. Oh no, if they had just told somebody that they were bit, then this whole plot line would have disappeared. Oh no, like, like... Yeah. I think you're right. Like I I think you're right. Like The Walking Dead has some issues. I think it's it's beholden to some source material and some the fact that the show's been on for almost ten years with characters leaving and characters coming. But Fear the Walking Dead being its own thing, they can kill off characters and have it make sense. Even though you're killing off a character because that actor wants to leave, uh, or you're telling a new story. Really, there's only a couple people you need to keep around for for the show to keep going. And I. Honestly, as much as people are poo-pooing this because it is the Morgan show now, mm-hmm. I really yeah. wouldn't be surprised if we only see Morgan for another season and then they kill him off. Yeah. Um, I think they're lining him up to train uh, Alicia to be his replacement. Well, Alicia, they're literally training montages. Exactly. She's. I think she's going to learn her thing and then at some point, Morgan is going to have to die to save them all. And at that point, Alicia will take his place as the leader of the group. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think that's... I, I think Alicia is always going to be the leader of this show. Like, she is the strongest original character from the first season. And I think just like The Walking Dead it's very tough to see this show existing without a lead character. I mean, we've seen what The Walking Dead looks like without Rick, and it feels like a different show. And I think Fear the Walking Dead isn't quite ready to make that jump with the with the characters it has, but I'm... Well, uh, well, the thing I will say is, regular Walking Dead still has characters that have made it since episode one. Yeah, of course. Like, you have uh, Strand oh, oh, and all that fun stuff. No, 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 I'm not saying Fear. I'm saying regular Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. St- we, we still have... We still have... Uh, a couple of ki- with Carol and Daryl, uh, and I think there's somebody else. Um, man, I think it might just be Carol and Daryl, unless we're like really forgetting someone. Season I think one. we're forgetting somebody, but I think there's one other character that's kind of been around since the beginning, or at least since like season two. Oh, Maggie. Mm, Maggie was season two, but yeah, yeah Maggie but for sure. Yeah, because the first season is only six episodes. True. You know? I mean, we can kind of give so, it that. Um, so see, the, Maggie's introduced in like episode seven, and that's fine, whatever. But in Fear the Walking Dead, the only character we have that's been in the show since episode one is Alicia. And Strand was only introduced in like the last episode or two of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, for sure. So, so... You know, while Strand is a first character, he's not somebody we bonded with immediately. No, and he he kind of flirted between good guy and bad guy throughout the show, and like he's been having issues staying on one. I think now he's settled on good guy. Yeah. But... Oh, and we ha- and we have Daniel, Daniel still. Yeah, Daniel as well. But but we had like two seasons without, or a season and a half without Daniel. True. Yeah. There's you know been what a... I mean? there's been some flux but i think alicia is still the strong character to kind of yeah. hold out hope but yeah i've uh, i've not heard great things about episode 11 but honestly this show has not disappointed even though the internet has kind of poo-pooed it we're recording this after episode 11 has aired i believe you haven't no, watched it I, have you i have not watched it but i read a not a uh, i read a thing about what people are griping about mm-hmm. and to me i thought it all sounded awesome Right. It didn't. It sounded like people are mad because they want something that's dour and depressing, and it wasn't dour and depressing. I mean, we're gonna get that in like a couple months when The Walking Dead returns, and they're literally gonna be fighting a war with people who wear dead people's skin. Like, I, you're gonna get that, folks. 
you just have it's, to wait this about is a, a month. different show yeah and i i think that's fine we need to be fine with this being different honestly if they just did more of the same it's like do you really want to watch the same thing over and over i'm hoping that this third series and the movie they're doing offers us something new to experience that's what we always crave with with these shows and i think amc has finally realized that they can try something new and i think that's why they haven't canceled fear the walking dead yet is because they want to see if they can do something different and it's kind of hard to prop up new series when you don't let new spinoffs sort of exist for a bit right but um i think it'll be a sad day when amc starts to kind of chop these series and maybe maybe we're coming to that day soon but i i have a feeling amc just it it doesn't cost that much to produce these these spinoffs because it's all new characters i don't know it's hard to say but yeah um well fear the walking dead we'll be back in a couple weeks to discuss the next couple episodes and we'll hopefully have some news to chat about but lou that's going to do it for this episode uh i'm going to run us through here you can go to our zamp discord bit.ly slash zamp discord want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast you can go there to support all the fine content we provide you uh, you can also go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, email us, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. All the links are on our website. And you can follow myself at rmurphy on Twitter. Lou is also at busyzombielord. And Bob is at F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find his website at joelduggan.com. Lou, take us out with your famous wit and knowledge, good sir. I actually have a sale for you if you're a fan of the show. Uh, if you uh, watch any videos on Voodoo, mm. I actually picked up two movies this week, one of which was Return of the Living Dead Part 2 for $5 on Voodoo this week. And that's in UHD. So uh, if you're interested in watching some weird zombie stuff, uh, Voodoo's had some stuff on sale. Uh, I got that and Lost Boys for 5 bucks each. Nice. Check out Voodoo. Voodoo.